Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. So, you remember... Uh, we're we're trying to find it right now, but we did an episode a while back. You know, sometimes you gotta just you just gotta do a, what we call a hard reset, uh-huh. which is basically like just sell everything <laughs> <laughs> and start from scratch. Um, I, it, yeah, which isn't a bad thing. Sometimes you got to, you know. And it's um, not always fun. It's not always fun. So let's. I'm gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna take a trip down memory lane a little bit here. Yeah. So when we did that episode. I had the 6.2 Suburban, and you had the 5.3 Suburban. Yep. No uh, truck. N- no just, truck. Just we the had Bourbon Boys. Big SUVs. We're the SUVs. <laughs> we're SOBs yeah. <laughs> with with SUVs. Um, that was a, kind of a tough time for both of us, I think. It was kind of, uh, you know, we're doing a diesel podcast. I, I, I count that 6.2 as like half a diesel. Sorry for <laughs> 6.2 owners out there. Um but it just it wasn't scratching that itch that we both had right totally and uh you know there's a lot of things going on you know i think at that time when i had the suburban i sold my ram 1500 eco diesel Mm -hmm. and we were selling our first house Mm -hmm. um and getting into another obviously another house um and i didn't want to have a truck payment and so brian had that 6-2 sitting out in the parking lot and Mm -hmm. i bought that for from super cheap (laughs) um wait before we get too far, we got to do an intro. Oh, yeah. We have to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. Getting all the, the tires about to get into yeah, big story. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to have two big stories in this, this episode. It's a very exciting episode. Yeah, big news. Big news. Big boys hmm? with toys and stuff like that. Anyhow, uh, thank you for tuning in. This is Ben Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast uh, out here in Spokane, Washington, bringing you all the diesel podcast and other life goodness. Yeah. This podcast is obviously like this episode is going to be a big diesel heavy episode, but it's also going to be a lot about life in general. Yeah. Um, And I'm excited to bring that to you guys because we've actually been getting an overwhelming amount of support from other people that have listened. And I'm not saying that we know what we're doing because we don't. We're we don't, still figuring it yeah, out. Yeah, we don't. But we have figured out what at least works well for us. Yeah, it's nice to hear somebody going through possibly something similar that someone else might be going through, especially, you know, someone in that, that wants a diesel truck but is looking at especially prices of them right now and kind of, you know, having a little mini stroke after they see that. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's, it's going to be okay. <laughs> so before we get too far into it, making sure or make sure you go and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud's, the clouds oh. of sound, <laughs> uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, anywhere that you listen to or iTunes. I think I said that already. Anywhere that you listen or watch podcasts, uh, this is also on YouTube. Um, if you have a question or a comment regarding a certain episode, that is the best place to leave it. Uh, I am responding to those, you know, just about daily, if not multiple times a week. 
Um, and we always uh, enjoy our reviews. Tyler's going to tell you about it. Oh, reviews. Yeah. On any of those platforms that you listen to this podcast on that gives you the ability to leave a review, leave a five-star review, screenshot that and send it to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address to send a super sick sticker to it. looks just like that shirt, our background and the logo on his cup. Yeah, me, I forgot my cup, so, yeah, I get the green one. He's been pretty excited <laughs> lately, guys. Got yeah, I've, got, I've, had a, I've had quite a bit going on these last yeah. two weeks. So, but yeah, leave those. Let's keep them coming in. Let's keep on moving up in the charts. We're going to make this thing the – we're going to make this – this is going to be the go-to diesel podcast for any of you diesel heads out there. Okay, so let's, let's, keep, it, let's keep it going. Let's keep this thing growing uh, so we can continue to bring you cool content and to just talk trucks with, with you guys, our buddies. Hell yeah, man. So th this episode is, uh, we do have a previous episode that was very similar to this. And yes. we're actually trying to find the actual number for it. Excuse me, but in, in typical barley juice, yeah. freaking diesel guy fashion. <laughs> we couldn't quite figure it out when we were starting to film this. I and mean, we didn't want to waste too much time. But I will put the either a link or the number of the yeah. episode in the description. If you're on YouTube or whatever, like in the description, it will say episode number blah. I got a feeling it's like 50-ish. So give or take yeah, a little it's bit. It's got to be, yeah. Yeah. Um, talking about how <clears throat> me and Tyler were going through a We were in the midst of a re yeah, hard reset. We were right in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So back to kind of what we were talking about in the beginning. Uh, ben and I, well, Ben got rid of his diesel truck. I still had a diesel, 50% diesel. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah. So we're, we had plans. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per thirty two gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Um that is my wife and I, and you know, you had plans as well. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when we talk about hard resets, you know, sometimes you got to just get rid of everything to, to get yourself in a, a good baseline to build up from, to get what you're after. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what we were trying to do. Um, and I would think that we were pretty successful, both of us. I mean, you've got now two seven threes, <laughs> you've got a house, Shit, man. Like <laughs> I, I got, you know, two seven threes. My wife and I's budget is on point. We're, we're saving for all the things we're supposed to save for. We're not stressed about money. Um, and that's not saying that we both make a ton of money either. I yeah. mean, me and Tyler are making normal guy wages. My wife's a teacher. Your wife? My wife makes is, a lot more money than badass. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we're, we're neither of us are loaded. We don't come from a whole lot of money yeah. or any at all, really. We didn't get, no, like... No, no family money, no family business, no none of that stuff. No. It's just all hard work, dedication, um, and just, you know, and, and just moving up that ladder, moving up mm -hmm. that life ladder. Yeah. And, and learning along the way. None of this Absolutely. was, uh, I, I know I can speak from experience. The, the, the biggest fights my wife and I've had always stemmed from finances yeah. and it wasn't the fact like, Oh, you uh, bought this. It didn't tell me it was just that we just, we were not on the same page. Yeah. We, we didn't like, I guess we just didn't have a declaration of our goals. We both know what we wanted, but she had a way of getting there and I didn't, we, we just had to. I think the, the moral of this, if you stop listening right now, first off, I hate you. Yeah. You should keep listening. <laughs> but the, the, the biggest piece of advice I can give you, if you're looking to get married or you are married and you guys are trying to figure out finances or something like that, you just got to get, get past yourself and realize that it's you and her against the world, man. I know yeah. how cheesy that sounds, but no one's coming to save you. No one's going to figure it out for you. And no one else's plan isn't necessarily is going to work for you. You guys got to figure yeah. out what you're doing 
and stick to it. And you have to work together. I mean, when, and cause the, the first part of the story, um, is, is kind of us not on the same page, mm-hmm. which obviously causes a lot of headache in a relationship, a ton, a ton of headache. And I know, you know, you, you know about all this stuff and it, we're not talking anything like detrimental here. It's just, mm-hmm. it's things that caused fights that didn't need to happen if we were both on the same page from the beginning. Now I will say, buying that Suburban was probably a really bad decision. <laughs> it was a really bad decision. <laughs> Captain uh, Retrospect has entered the uh, conversation. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Now, I love I love me Suburbans. I love a square body Suburban. I like working on stuff. Just not every day, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and that caused a lot of stress in our relationship as far as where my – because me and my wife would leave for work at a, a, approximately the same time. Mm-hmm. I think when I had the Suburban, she would leave slightly earlier than me. Uh, which caused a lot of problems because when the suburban would uh, decide to not run, um, I'm stuck at home uh, by myself <laughs> um, with nobody to help me, you know, get me to work or whatever. I think Dave actually in the shop had to help me one time, um, but it was it was a, it was a bad decision, and it was something that I kind of just kind of shotgunned and 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 got it without really discussing with my wife on what it entailed. Mm-hmm. And, and again, that caused a lot of that caused a lot of headache uh, because you know every night I'm having to work on something or you know get it. It sucks when you have to work on something to get yourself to work the next day, and then like figuring out a game plan that day for the next day and like yeah. okay, is everything going to be so that that was a, that was a big big headache, um, and it, it caused a lot of friction in the in the relationship because of that. And I can totally under understand where my wife's coming from on this is you know you you want to you got to have a reliable rig to get to work yeah. I, i'm a reliable person I, I i show up to work on time every single day um i you know i don't necessarily take a lot of days off i i i, I like being here I, I like doing my job but having the stress of having something that isn't going to get me there it, it was just too much and it was i know it was stressing me out which again gets put on her and she's stressed out blah 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 okay so i'm not going to get I don't want to get too deep into this. Everything's okay now. Um, but probably the, one of the best decisions that I made was selling mm-hmm. uh, the Suburban um, for basically what the tires cost me on it, which it, sometimes you got to take that hit. You know, I'm not going to s- try to sit on a vehicle and get top dollar for something just because it has new tires on it. You know, sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and get rid of it. And I did. And that's when I bought that little Honda, mm-hmm. which was my little, I call it my back pocket car. Uh, the Honda Roddy. The Honda Roddy. Yeah. Um, and so, so we got rid of the Suburban and our, 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 my plan at that time was because I didn't have a vehicle payment was to save money to get eventually into something nice. Now, when I was looking at prices on rigs, you know, I, I have, this is what sucks with working in this industry is I had such high standards for a diesel truck that every time I looked at something used, I was like, Nope, Nope, yeah. nope, nope, garbage. Nope, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was very difficult for me to find something that I, I would be happy with and not. I just have a hard time with used cars. Okay, um, and it, so I, I was at that point. I was thinking, okay, I just need, I need to get something reliable. I need to get something that can tow because my wife wants to get a camper, mm-hmm. and um, something that's cheap. Um, and so that's when I got into. The Toyota, the Tundra. It's a great truck. And it was a great truck. Uh, I'm, I'm a diesel guy through and through. But I tell you what, as far as a gas engine truck, those Toyotas kick ass. Dude, when I worked at a Toyota dealership down in in, uh, in San Jose, yeah, like Tundras, they are no joke. Like, I, I know we're on a diesel podcast right now. I get that right now. I get but, that. But this is, trust me, we're getting there. Yeah. It, it, it's all about you know perspective and whatnot. And if I will say, like, if I didn't have you know money for a diesel truck, yeah, and I had to get into something newer and reliable. Yeah, my 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 first inclination is, is like a Ford, obviously because yeah. I'm a Ford guy. But you want to get an EcoBoost, but then the EcoBoost costs more money. So when you start going back, like, okay, what's a gas V8 going to cost me? Yeah, you can't go wrong with a Tundra. They're, yeah, Tundras are just always overbuilt. They're overbuilt. It was a great truck. It had uh, four thirty gears in it, tow package. It towed like a champ for a for a gas engine truck i was actually really happy with it i hear those things towed space shuttles yeah they did they did remember <laughs> that commercial yeah. everybody remember that one? Oh yeah oh yeah anyways it was it was a great truck it did it's it, it did what i wanted it to do 
it, it ran great. I had hardly any issues with it. I had that one drive shaft clunk that I figured out, but it was, it cost me basically nothing because I had a tube of grease in my mm-hmm. garage that I just re-greased it and, and, and figured it out. I put brakes on it. I, I, I made a mistake and bought some aftermarket economy, I guess, would you would call them kind of brakes? Anyways, I warped the crap out of those. You did so tires I put, too, didn't you? I did. I did put, I just put stock tires back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, it was a great truck. It was a great truck. It did exactly what I needed it to do. Um, but in, in, again, it was cheap. I bought the truck, I think for like 19.5 or right at 20. It was, it was, it was cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so I have this truck for a while. And at this point, me and Cass, Cass is my wife. We're, we're sitting down and we're, we're, we're trying, we're, we're planning. Hold on. Did, did you guys have a camper yet or no? Yeah, we, well, we bought it right after the truck. We bought our camper. Okay. So timeline wise. So Tundra bought the camper cause you guys yep. knew that you wanted to have a camper no matter what. And yep. you basically got one that was like, was it like right at the limit of the Tundra or pretty much? No, it was about 2000 pounds less than the limit of what that thing can do. Okay. Right. Um, it, uh, it's the, which the camper that we got, we absolutely love. It's like perfect for That's this. A great camper. It's yeah. yeah, it's a 20. It's a, I'll just tell you, it's a forest river wildcat max. Tw- they call it like a 23 DKS. I think it's got two slides. So the dinette slides out and then the kitchen slides out and it's got a kitchen Island. Mm-hmm. It's got a nice freaking Serta, pillow top dude the mattress in that thing is more comfortable than a mattress in our house like i would rather <laughs> go out front and sleep in our camper like it's so nice um love the camper and again i told that we told that thing everywhere we probably went camping yeah. probably what 20 times at least like w- when tyler says he's gone on the weekends because he's always camping like they legit are yeah like, <laughs> y- you have to if you plan on seeing tyler on the weekend you gotta ask him ahead of time you can't just assume he's gonna and then be just around. meet me up in the woods yeah he's gonna be <laughs> gone i mean he's only gonna be like three places yeah <laughs> but he'll definitely be there yeah yeah so we we thoroughly enjoy getting out in the woods and that's kind of what prompted the side by side okay so we're sitting down and we're talking all of our friends are kind of getting side by sides and and keep in mind i used to uh I don't know if we talked about boats a while, but I was real heavy into boats. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, the captain Tyler, <laughs> one, captain of, Ty. one of the few people I've known, like yeah. I was a boat break out another thousand, right? One of the few people I've known that has can like has a 100% winning streak. Yeah. On a few boats. I'm making money on boats. Yeah. Yeah. I got real lucky. I I've got uh, a real close buddy of mine that is, uh, does like boat detailing, boat hauling, and that sort of thing. So I had some really good contacts as far as to you know mm-hmm. get a good get a good boat. I mean, I've had we've had five boats. Well, I've had a pontoon boat, uh, a two seventy two Cobalt Cuddy with a four fifty four. I had that was my favorite boat, by the way. That was such a um, yeah. I had a two seventy uh, Sundancer Sea Ray. Then I went up to a three thirty Sundancer Sea Ray, and then I went to a three ten. Sundancer C Ray. The three ten was the most expensive one. That's the only one I didn't make any money on. Um, I broke even on that one, but all the rest of them I, I made out um, pretty damn good, which is pretty pretty impressive for a boat. So I I was in. We were real heavy Dude, into the kudos boats. to you on that man. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Well, it, it took a lot of work. Yeah, it took I, a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of work, but it was fun. Um, if I could go back, I'd take that three thirty back. That three thirty was dope. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, you feel like a freaking baller out in the freaking in the marina when you're rolling oh, yeah. up with a three thirty Sundancer because it's like that's a big boy boat. That's yeah. a, it was twin five sevens. It was, uh, but it was it was a cruiser man. That thing was badass. Um, but then we, when you have a boat like that moored in a, uh, you know, in a marina, it you you, you just kind of feel stuck. You know what I mean? Like you're just stuck here because like, in order for me to haul that boat, you need to get permits for it because it's too wide. It's a big girl, and yeah. it doesn't have a trailer. So I gotta borrow my buddy's trailer. That's a five axle custom trailer that he hauls boats with. It's just not in the in the car, and it costs a lot of money. Like that three ten that we bought, it cost us fifteen hundred bucks to get it because we bought it in the coast of like Seattle area mm-hmm. to bring it over. Um, it's just a lot, it's a lot of work, a lot of stress too. Cause you've got a boat sitting down at a Marina. That's an hour away yeah. that if something happens, you're an hour away and 
we had issues that I had to drive. I remember you doing drive heads to, on that thing. Drive to the boat to realize that you forgot something, and then you're like, "Well, nothing I can do. I guess I'll crack a beer." Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, so it was it, very stressful. Um, we've always talked about get doing the camper thing. I've always wanted a side by side for forever, forever, and so we got the Tundra, we got the camper, and now we're sitting there thinking, "Okay, wh- what's our goal? We want to get a side by side. We're both on the same page on this." How do we do that? Um, and, and so we started thinking, okay, wh- what do we need to do? Well, we've got our we've got our house payment that we're that we're so this particular house is was the most expensive house that we were paying for, mm-hmm. and it's not like a super big house or anything like that. It's a I would call it a respectable, nice suburban house. So we got into our new house. Um, it is now. Keep in mind, we made. I'll just tell you, we made, I think like sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 on the sale of our first house, which we were only mm-hmm. in just at two years. And I didn't like it because we were in like a really, really tight neighborhood. It was a super small backyard, didn't have any space to park anything, mm-hmm. um, let alone a camp, like camper not happening. I'd have to get storage for it. Cool house though. Cool house. It was brand yeah. new. Yeah. It was a brand new house. Um, so we sold that. I, I ended up halfway finishing the basement to get more money out of it. It, it worked out. We sold, we, again, we made money. Um, we put all this money down on our new house, which is an older house, but it's on a bigger, way bigger lot. Um, and it, it, I, I really like it. And there, I, the space is I'll be honest, nice. your house is badass. Thank you. Like, it's Thank cool. You. Like it's, it's not even like a, it's not, it's not like a ginormous house by any means. It's not small by any means either. Yeah. But it's like, it's just, it's a cool house. It's a, yeah. it feels like in your backyard, like it feels like home. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not, yeah, it's yeah. nice. I, I dig it. Dogs love it. Yeah. So we get into this house. Um, you know, we've been paying on this mortgage for well, approximately two years mm-hmm. at this point, And we're just kind of. We're, we're trying to save money as much, as much as we can during this process. But then, so we, we've, and we've had the camper for a year and we love camping. Like we're already like cast sets reminders in her phone. Cause we have this, uh, there's this, there's this app. It's like, uh, like recreation.gov for mm-hmm. Washington. Um, and it's how you can book campsites. Um, and they fill up quick, especially the, like the really, like the cool campsites. And I, when I say campsites, I'm not talking like KOA like camp camp like we're talking mm-hmm. like these are like we want campsites like on the St. Joe River like nice scenery mm-hmm. spaced out like nice nice campsites and they have you know uh good access to trails and that sort of thing and so Cass will like set a reminder in like January because you can bu- book six months in advance mm-hmm. so she's literally got you hear, hear this little ding 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 <laughs> it's like it's a reminder Time to go yeah book the sites um and so we're we're all about that we love it and so after the first year of camping with the Toyota done good, um, we're, we're really starting to think about a side by side and we're like, okay, so here's our plan. This is like December ish. We're like, we want to save up at least half the price of a side by side. I'm, we don't want to buy it unless we have half down. No, that's a great, yeah, great mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because at that point you're not upside down mm-hmm. and it's going to be paid off quick you need to sell it you're gonna you're gonna pocket a little bit of money out of the sale not saying you're gonna get everything back but you're gonna be in a better position whereas you if you were to finance it and put nothing down so we're like okay let's hold on take a sip yeah get your whistle (laughs) yeah this is a tyler heavy episode and he's very excited and it gets me jacked like you are so stoked right now okay so we're like in super side-by-side mode saving up which we have, um, so we waited. We we saved all from December till March. Mm-hmm. March we ordered it, which we ordered a 2021 Honda Talon four seater. Pretty jacked on that, um, and it, we were told it wasn't supposed to come in until like June, July. So we're like, okay, we got even more time to save. Wait, I, I have a question though. Yeah. Well, unless you're like right about to get into something. Uh no. Go okay. Ahead. Good. So before we get too much further, because there there was a a whole other like timeline in there. Yeah. And if you have it planned already, just tell me to F off. But uh Cass's lease. The Jeep. I'm getting there. Okay, all right, all right never mind. Because we um <clears throat> okay. So during that time like March ish, um housing markets went crazy. So this okay. is March twenty twenty. Yeah. 
or March, March of this year? Yeah, this year. Okay. So you went through whole 2020 we, doing that? Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm getting to the refinance of our house. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, because the rates, the rates were dropping. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the time to refinance a I house. refied, and I only been in my house for 11 months. Yeah. And we still, like, came up on a refi on that. That's like... Yeah. Re- refining under, like, two years is basically like a, a no-no. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the rates are kick-ass, and we're like, okay, let's take advantage of this. Let's refi our house. So we run all the paperwork um, with our, uh, I think we went to the same lending company that we bought the house from and they're like, yeah, absolutely. Perfect time. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we were actually at that time, we were going to either refi or do uh, a, like kind of like a HELOC loan mm-hmm. um, to. Can you tell me what a HELOC loan is? Home equity line of credit. Okay. Um, to uh, put money back into the house. I, I was thinking about putting a shop up, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, but which I'm going to get to this too. The the guy that we ran through, he's like, no, honestly, your best bet right now is just to refinance. We're like, okay, cool. So after the numbers are all said and done, we're saving $700 a month in our house payment. Hell yeah. This is the cheapest dwelling that we have ever, ever had in a, as a couple, even cheaper than any rental. And so like and now- And you build an equity. Yeah. And Still, so- That's awesome. So we're we're sitting pretty at this point. Like- now we're thinking, okay, we're, we're like super on track right now because we just saved $700 on our monthly mm-hmm. payment for our house. And you like this house and you want to stay there. Yes. And we, we've been slowly upgrading this house. Like we did the kitchen, we mm-hmm. did new countertops. I'm slowly doing floors. We painted everything. I did the black, uh, the backsplash. We redid our cabinets. Um, like our kitchen, our kitchen's dope. Like we got a hammered copper sink. Like it's super awesome. The only thing I didn't do myself was the countertops in the, in the sink, just cause mm-hmm. it's kind of like a, a, a thing people do. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I've never, I'd be scared. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so we got all that done, refinanced the house. We're like, okay, we're, we're sitting pretty. So now we're thinking, okay, we've got our camper, we've got the Tundra, and we've got a side-by-side on the way. Something doesn't jive with these three, okay? Which is, how are we going to take the side-by-side camping with us <laughs> when I have a Tundra pulling the trailer? And you still have a Honda. I have the Honda. Yeah, still have the Honda in the garage. And my wife's got a... She has a twenty. She had a 2019 Jeep Cherokee Trailhawk. 2.0 turbo. Thing ripped. <laughs> Those things were badass. Yeah. That was a cool little rig. That was a lease that we leased. Um, so we've got the, so we've got both vehicles that we're paying on the lease. We give back in August of 21 this year. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're thinking, okay, we're, we're, we're talking about it. Like, how are we going to do this? What are we going to do? Are we going to keep the Jeep, get a trailer for you to tow the side by side with, and I'll tow the trailer and then we'll just take two rigs everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not likely. That's, I mean, it sounds cool. And like, she was kind of all about it for a little bit. But then when we started thinking about things, it's like, that's a lot of hassle. Two rigs. I agree. Some 100%. campsites are tight where you can't have all that kind of, all that stuff. I mean, right? half the fun driving there is having your lady in the exactly. passenger seat, exactly. man. Absolutely. Like, so, it makes you feel like more like a man driving a freaking big truck, pulling oh, yeah. a trailer with your woman in the tr- Hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and so we started talking about it and we're like, okay, well, do you like your Jeep? <laughs> she's yeah. at, at this point, she's kind of over the Jeep, which is, which is fine. Um, it kind of had some weird little things going on that we're like, you know what, if we, if we buy this thing, I don't want to have to deal with problems on something that's cause it, it, it was a 45,000, three year, 45,000 mile lease. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, okay, so why don't we just give back the lease? I'll sell my Toyota and we'll buy a new truck or another truck or a three-quarter ton truck. And at that point, I'm kind of thinking, okay, I want to save as much money as possible. Let's get something used. And so I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And that's when, so you guys heard about the, the there was the episode on the Dually, mm-hmm. which it was just one of those things. It was it was the right truck for the wrong time. Yeah. Um, it just and I just couldn't make it work. That happens. Happens okay, all the time. Okay, guys, like it's the – my dad always told me like there, there will always be another deal. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that the deal of, the, of your lifetime comes along. And if you do your research and you have your funds proper, you'll know when it's the deal of the lifetime. Yeah. Okay? Like it's you, – you'll know. Yeah. So 
And so, yeah, yeah. yeah. so that, that dually came up for sale. I'm like, that's a perfect truck. It has like 20,000 miles on it. It's a mm -hmm. dually Cummins manual. Freaking like, manual. Badass. Like, oh, that would be dually? so epic. Girl's got hips. Oh yeah. She got, she got good hips on her. She got, she got, she got side by side bearing hips. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> so couldn't make it happen. I, I tried my hardest. I was going to sell the Tundra. I had this whole plan. I already had a listing wrote out for the Tundra. Um, I was going to sell it buy the dually. I ran numbers with my bank and it just didn't work out. It just, it just wasn't in the cards. It was just too expensive. Cheers to you though, for recognizing that. I know, like, it was hard. Like that it's <laughs> me three years ago or four years ago would have been like, Hey, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure the rest out later. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But like seriously, major cheers as far as like a growing up. Yeah. Like, especially like a, and keep in mind, I'm 35. Tyler, how old are you? 31. 31. Like we're, we're not like, we, we had kid truck mentality oh, yeah. or like young or like early twenties truck mentality until like three years ago. Okay yeah. guys. So it, it, anything like if you can try and get over that a little bit faster, you're going to be better off than we are. Yeah. But like cheers to you for not forcing I know. it. I know. I, it was super tough. Like I, I had a, there was probably a week where I was just like, you were, you were visibly bummed. I was bummed. I yeah. was because I really wanted that truck yeah. and I wanted to stay in the DPP family. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. Um, but I kind of let it go. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be patient. Once we get back the Jeep, like I can either sell the Toyota, give my wife the Toyota drive and we'll get something else. Like there's, there's options. We well, can it's because you're not letting it go. And then the plan starts over. You have a plan. You were yeah. just trying to accelerate the plan before you were in that kind before of like you're ready. in the gray yeah. zone where you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we're, you know, still trying to figure out. So that duly didn't work out. We're still trying to figure out kind of what, you know, what we're going to do. Um, we, we kind of settled on that. Well, regardless, we were giving the Cherokee back. Like that was mm -hmm. our, that was our, um, at least that's happening in August. We're giving it back. This is where things get interesting. This is where things get real <laughs> interesting. Um, because it's a lease. We're like, well, we could just wipe our hands of it and just give it back. Mm -hmm. Cool. Like we'll find something cheap to get my wife into and I'll either sell the Tundra and find a used truck somewhere, blah, blah, blah. Well, in the side by side, by the way, as this episode is being filmed, our side by side still isn't here yet. <laughs> so we're still so waiting. So, yeah, on by that. the way, today that we're filming, ah, my date's off there. May 17th. May 17th, 2021. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we're, we're kind of just waiting at this point. We're like, okay, we'll just wait to give it back. Well, we start getting like these letters in the mail from, uh, so we leased it from Chrysler Capital. Um, so they're like, Hey, you know, your lease is almost up. Like if you want to buy it, buy it now and blah, blah, blah. And like, she's getting calls from Chrysler capital. Like, Hey, are you giving it back? Like they want her to give it back. And we don't know, like we didn't, this is our first lease. So I didn't really know how it worked. Like I was just like, same. I have no idea how lease. like, I, I have like a very <clears throat> like 40,000 foot view of how leases yeah. work. So it, you know, it's something if you pay on that lease for the term of the lease, you get to the point where you can buy it or give it back. Now mm -hmm. the, the buying value is based off of what you've paid um, and, and what would still be quote unquote owed. And so if you, at the end of the lease, let's say the, let's say the Jeep is worth 25,000 and we owe 15. Well, we can buy it for the 15 and have that equity going into the, to the, to the purchase of it. And correct me if I'm wrong, because again, I've never been in your shoes in that spot before, but like if they say it's worth 25,000, they're gauging off of current market value. Current market value. Okay. Yep. Not market value when you bought it. Yeah. Current market value. Yes. Um, and, and we were kind of thinking like, hey, do we keep it? Like, And we were just like, no, we're going to give it back. Let's start. We're going to kind of start fresh Stick with it. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. Well, it's where we were coming up on like, I think we we're like 75 days away from giving the lease back. And so Cass one night we're sitting at the dinner table having a couple drinks and she's like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to call him. I'm going to call Dishman. Dishman Dodge is our local Dodge dealership where mm -hmm. we got it from. And we're just going to see what's up. And so she calls him and she's got him on speakerphone. And the guy's like, with a current value of rigs right now, you guys are sitting really good he's Said like you guys hot. are you guys are holding all the cards right now and we're like what <laughs> they're like you've got you've got about two weeks that you could trade this in and get get into something else and use whatever equity you have in that to put towards another vehicle because otherwise if you just gave it back that goes all out the window mm -hmm. so we're starting to think i'm like okay keep in mind this is like 
beginning of like May ish. This is uh, three weeks ago. Yeah. So th- this like <laughs> the the culmination of this whole story because the the timeline the timeline started. You had your plan. It got sped up, and then it got sped up, and then it went to from like yeah we're doing this. It we, really we, got we, sped we, up. <laughs> it was like I gotta go now. Yeah. And so <laughs> the guy the finance guy or salesman guy I don't know if he was finance or sales. He's like when can you guys you know come in we can talk about it and we're like Wednesday. Cause we had like a podcast plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're like, okay, let's just plan on Wednesday going down there. Um, well, let me back up. Cause we were talking to him on the phone. Uh, Cass was like, well, what do you have? You know, like, cause the guy asked what we were interested in. And we're like, well, we're looking at like a three quarter or one ton truck. It's like, let me get you over to sales. Like, okay. As he's, as we're on hold, I'm pulling up their website. Hell yeah. And I'm looking at trucks and I'm like, okay, well, they've, you know, they got trucks. Yeah. <laughs> There's a truck there. Like Dave Smith is honestly one of the big, biggest like truck yeah. dealerships in the nation. Dishman Dodge is actually a dealership I used to work at, which mm-hmm. is kind of, which is kind of cool. Um, and so I found I find this 2021 Ram 2500 Crew Cab Long Bed. Ooh! And it's the uh, billet silver metallic. It's a tradesman, um, which honestly is all I can afford. <laughs> but I'm cool with it. Um, and so we tell them, I'm like, hey, you know, honestly, my first choice is a Ram 3500 Dually four-wheel drive, tradesman. Mm-hmm. Um, second choice, Ram 3500 single rear wheel, tradesman. tradesman. Third choice, Ram 2500, tradesman. <laughs> and I'll be honest, so, so a tradesman, just so you guys know, like as the name, like trade, like as you're like working in the trades, it, it's it's a fairly basic truck. I wouldn't, Yeah. it's not the most stripped down, is it? Yeah. Uh, you it can yes it is okay so there but are, you can get a tradesman that has some decent options so keep in mind but like a 2021 tradesman which is like the quote unquote stripped down still has a touchscreen it still has a small touchscreen still has backup camera still, still has, has bluetooth bluetooth still has power windows power door locks you can get it with either carpet on the floor or rubber on the floor um i mean it's it's same drivetrain as any other truck you just don't have yeah. those you don't have the 12 foot freaking screen on the dash or whatever, right. which I'm okay with. Honestly, like I'm a pretty simple guy. Like I, I don't, I don't need all that stuff. I love um, that shit. I, don't, <laughs> I, I like it too. I trust me. I like the electronics. I like all that cool stuff. But when you start thinking about it, like, what am I getting this for? What do I need? I need engine trans drivetrain. That's what I want. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my blue truck mentality. Yeah. Like, I want yeah. the manual windows. Yeah. On this old truck with a ton of miles on it, I literally want, like, the yeah. least amount of things to go wrong. Yeah. So so I tell him what I'm looking for, and he's like, um, we've got one. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And it's the 2500 Billet Silver Metallic Tradesman mm-hmm. Crew Cab Long Bed Four-Wheel Drive. I'm like, okay. Uh, and it says incoming on the website. And he, and he even said, he's like, it's not here yet. Um, it might be there by Wednesday if you guys come down. And we're like, okay, well, let's shoot for that. We'll come down Wednesday. And so I'm like, <laughs> Tuesday night cleaning. So because we asked him, we're like, so what if I? So we trade in the the Cherokee. Well, I got a 2010 Tundra. I'd like to trade in too. And he's like, perfect. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I start cleaning the Tundra. So this is now like a two car sway. <laughs> a two, yeah. yeah, seriously. So I'm like, both of us are out there. She's cleaning her Cherokee. I'm cleaning the Tundra, uh, just trying to get it like. We have dogs, so there's hair everywhere. I'm just trying to get most of it up. Mm. And, and keep in mind, I even like I'm not, I'm not trying to portray myself as someone that's super dirty. Even my truck in its dirtiest was still cleaner than some used trucks. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> so, totally. You and I both kind of keep keep cars about the same. Uh, yeah, I try to like keep the, it. There may be clutter sometimes. Maybe a little if, dusty. If you I might mean, go down dust road, it gets a little dusty because you go yeah. camping. But you are the same kind of person. Like while you're filling up, you're wiping stuff down and yeah. I don't. Like, I don't. I try not to like eat in it to drop mm-hmm. food. I don't like spill drinks everywhere. My, one of my, so my second biggest pet peeve on, uh, with trucks other than rubbing the freaking the legends off the buttons <sighs> is, uh, filthy, dirty cup holders. Like nasty. Cause there's some nasty crap that can build up in cup holders. Have you noticed that? Like you know what? nasty. Now that you mentioned that, like I, what the hell? Yeah. Like that's the worst. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't have any of that. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we're cleaning, we're cleaning, we're cleaning. This is Tuesday night. 
Um, and I'm even waking up Wednesday morning uh, early so I can clean the truck more. <laughs> um, and so go to work. And we're like, okay, here we go. You're like, we're going to... And my wife is... At this point, we're like totally on the same page, which felt awesome. Like, you know, it's, it's super cool when you've got someone um, that you're married to, that you love, that is, that is on the same page with you. Um, and you, and I, I'll be honest, I did a lot of, I would say the past four years, I did a ton of growing up, a ton of growing up, especially with the suburban. Like that was a, obviously a stupid decision. Um, I just, I basically screwed myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a, I hate to say it's a learning experience cause I didn't want it to be a learning experience, but it ended up being one. Um, and in the end, I think we're all, we're all closer in the end. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and not to make it sound like, like Tyler's Tyler and Cass's relationship, like just now got good mm. there. You guys is, you know, and you guys have been like meshing really well yeah. for coming like over a year now. Yeah. Basically. So once you guys got on the same page, and this is not to say like once guys admit they're wrong, they get the you know, well. You it kind of is, honestly. But but once you kind of again like come down to like the like when like when you're sitting there going, you know, maybe the maybe the the six two bird wasn't that great of an idea. Yeah. And you start sitting down there, you start actually crunching numbers. You're like, shit, babe. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, th- that was not a good call on my part. Yeah, it was stupid. And it's like, what's our goal? Let's act. Let's put the egos aside. Let's like, what is our goal? And let's do it. Yeah. Like, let's. It's no longer me versus you. It's like us versus everybody. Like us yeah. versus money. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. And so, anyway, it's okay. So Wednesday, right? And I'm like, I'm pretty jacked at this point because I'm like, I'm gonna go look at a new truck and uh, possibly get rid of my Tundra. And one more, one more interjection because like go for it. that Monday you came and you're like, all right, I, th- I'm looking for one. I need you to start looking for one. I'm not sure if it's gonna be Ram or anything yet, but. I should well, probably, I need to have one by the end of the month. We had we had a whole podcast episode that was going to be me, <laughs> you, and Sands because Ben's a Ford guy, Sands is a GM guy, and I'm a Ram guy. So I wanted to sit because I truly did not know what I straight up I wanted a Ford. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was leaning towards. Uh, but when I started looking at the price tags of them, I I was like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whoa. Um, Great trucks, um, but kind of out of my price range. And, you know, it is what it is. Um, so I was, you know, I, I, I didn't know exactly um, what I wanted. Um, I I, I kind of wanted a dually just because I had the plan of getting the uh, I wanted the you to have a dually I know, too, I did too. Uh, but then I even, I was talking to Brian, the owner here, and I was like thinking about dually. And he's like, those are kind of tough to daily drive. It's kind yes. of a pain in the butt. So to daily yes, drive. I'm 100 percent on both sides. Yeah. Like I think a dually for. I know your there's guys rig- out there that daily drive duallys. Yeah, and I'm sure they do great for you. But, but yeah, duallys for like a daily driver, for most people, I would say suck. And I'm not saying that because yeah. you're a great driver, but it's because like literally every weekend you're hooking up to a trailer. Yeah, it's not like you have a dually because you go tow two things twice a year. Right, I'm towing every weekend, so yeah. it was like it, it kind of fit the bill, right? But there was none available, so I was like, okay, whatever. Um, and this is like all during where everybody is looking for trucks and there's no trucks available, blah, blah, blah. Anyways. So we finished the day of work and I'm like, Hey Ben, I'm going to the dealership right now. Yeah. The, the we, time- had a, we had a podcast episode <laughs> planned for that night. I'm like, dude, I'm going to try my best, but I have no idea how long this is going to take. It might, you know, I might be here at five 30. I might be here at, you know, tomorrow. <laughs> and and it's, it's funny how that stuff goes, especially being like, and I know I keep like trying to pull the horn on the whole, like being you know, planning, going into yeah. it, knowing what you need and what you yeah. can do and what you don't want or everything like that. But like being able to accelerate the plan like you guys had. Yeah. It's like it it's went from epic. like, well, I think it's going to happen at the end of this month to like, eh, it's probably gonna be like two weeks to like, it's happening tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Was, yeah. And I'll be honest. I was very, um, I wasn't going to get my hopes up. I was just kind of like. Hey, it is what it is. If it, we can make a deal, we'll make a deal. If not, we won't. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And and that's that's um, one mentality that a lot of people need to get to when they're looking at a rig, uh, because once you get to the point where you're like desperate, you make bad decisions. Totally. Uh, whether it be financially or just with whatever you're picking, if you can get to the point where you're just like, if it happens, happens. Whatever. You know, there'll be another one. Like there'll be another deal. We can yeah. make, you know, whatever. 
Um, so that's where I was at, like in my mind. I wasn't getting too excited. Um, but uh, we show up, uh, park my park my truck for the last time. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Did you catch that little hint? For the last time. Uh, so we go in there. We sit down with them. We had a ton of equity in the Jeep. Uh, none in the Toyota. <laughs> they didn't give me, like, what I was hoping for. But we all know what I was hoping for was kind of uh, out of the question. You know, what did they give you? They gave me 15 for the truck. Okay. 15. Not bad. Not bad. It was to be expected. It was like that was basically the lowest that you were expected. But we good good thing we had equity in the Jeep because that mm-hmm. kind of well, this that. whole thing wouldn't have like snowballed as fast as it did unless you had found out you had equity in the Jeep. Right. So, guys, if you if you have a lease vehicle and it's your first lease, there is a there is a period of time before you. It's like sixty one days. I don't know why it's 61. It's very but Albatross. 61 days before your lease is up, you can trade it in and reap the benefits of whatever equity you have in that rig. Mm-hmm. And the, like, like I said, the guy was like, you, you're holding all the cards right now. Like this is a, you, you guys, you can buy it for super cheap right now, or you could trade it in and have all this money. And we're like, okay. Dude, cheers to that guy for putting it out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was kick ass. Well, they wanted it too. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's like, I have to imagine that's how the conversation went, at least on his side, too. It's like, yeah. well, you guys have this. We don't, he's like, we don't have you, any rigs. We like, need you rigs. have those two things. I have this. You're, you're honestly, what everybody wants, yeah. I can make happen very easily. Yeah. Like, this is a very easy deal. Yeah. So, so we show up there, we park, try to uh, meet up with the sales lady. Um, she like sees us and Tyler Cassie. Yeah. And uh, the first thing she says before we even talk about anything, she's like, oh, your truck is here. I'm like, what? It's already here? And I'm looking out there and I see it. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, oh, ma'am, my you, God. You're you on just, it. You just got me. Yeah, because I was a little, because the way that they, I mean, the way that they talked, which I believed them because they had no inventory. Okay, this truck, this 2500 was one of two diesels that they had there. Two. They had this one and they had a cab chassis. That was it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it just came in. And so she's like, I'm going to go grab the keys and I'll, we'll go check it out. So I'm like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. I'm and here. So I walk out to it and I'm just like, oh my God, look at this truck, babe. <laughs> like this thing is dope. And she's like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, this is a nice truck. I love the mm-hmm. color, blah, blah, blah. You know, going Dude, through Cass it. is gassing you up too. Hell oh, yeah, man. Yeah, she's gassing me up. And she's like, let me, uh, let me take your ID. Um, let me just do, you know, do the whole test drive thing. They got to scan it. Um, and, uh, I'll get you a dealer plate and you guys can go take it for, take it for a rip. I'm like, okay. And so I'm sitting in it and I'm like, just like the amount of like adrenaline that pumped through my veins when I sat behind the seat of that truck and, uh, hit the push button start and it, oh, Oh, it felt good. Oh, it felt good. I'm just like, yes. This is this payoff. Is, yeah, this is this is this feels good. Mm-hmm. So she comes back. It's a dealer plate, and we're like, "All right, here we go." And it was kind of cool because I was like, you know, I used to work there, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go on the same test drive route that I would take trucks on mm-hmm. when I'd finish working on them. And so we're driving, and I'm like, Hi, "What do you think? You know, it's like pretty awesome. You know, <laughs> this is so cool. Like, we're doing <laughs> it, babe. Yeah, this is like this is yeah, this will tow some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm ready." Um, so we drive back and we're all pretty excited. We were, we, we like it. Um, so it's a, again, it's a, so it's a 2021 tradesman four by four crew cab long bed. It's got the little Bluetooth radio. It's got, you know, cruise control, trailer brakes, um, so, or trailer brake controller, um, backup camera, power windows, power door locks. Doesn't have a power seat, which I don't give a shit about. Um, Carpet floors with nice rubber floor mats. Um, I mean, it's yeah, pretty dude, well the, equipped. The factory Ram rubber floor mats are nice. Those things are nice. They're, yeah, they're yeah they're nice. Um, wow. And so I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with it. I'm like this is more than anything you know. As far as a, a I'm just I I'm just comparing it to like the Toyota. I'm like this is has just as much. Yeah, it doesn't have a sunroof. I had a sunroof in the Toyota, and it had um, you know I had 
power seat, whatever. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Tundra's like the, they, the, whatever. the rear window that goes all the way down. The rear window okay, that goes all the way down is pretty badass. But this tight. has a power rear window. Okay, all right. So the, the, the little middle opens. So I'm like, I, I dig it. I'm like, this is like, this is a badass truck. Yeah. And, you know, some of those tradesmen will have like black, the black grills and mm-hmm. like the black plastic bumper. Yeah. This has got like the chrome appearance package. So it's got, a, it's got some chrome on it, which she's a little blingy. Honestly, she's I don't a little blingy. It. Yeah. It's, it. it's not bad. I dig it. And I love the, those new front ends and those Rams. Um, I think that might be the first time same with my, with me too, that like a new front end comes out and I'm like, Bleh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. I dig right. it. I dig it. I like the grill and the headlight. Yeah. It's nice. Um, and so <laughs> we take it back and we're sitting down and, Y'all know how car deals go. It's like a three-hour mm-hmm. freaking thing. Well, we're kind of negotiating back and forth, and we we made a deal. I I am the proud owner of a 2021 Ram 2500 4x4 Cummins, and I tell you what, it feels amazing. It's, it's almost surreal. Oh. Like, I don't – I was thinking about it today when I was driving in to do this podcast. I was like, still kind of hasn't hit me yet. And when it hits me is when I'm stopped at a light and I accelerate a little bit and I hear that, just that, I hear that comments. Mm-hmm. I hear that thing. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. It feels, feels damn good. Woo! Oh my God, dude. I feel like seriously, a part of me has been missing for mm-hmm. a while. Like, I know it sounds super stupid that I'm like a diesel truck has this much effect on me, but keep in mind, I've been, I've been doing this stuff since I was like 18 years old. Like I've just been in diesels and for me not to have, um, especially a Cummins, like I'm a Cummins guy through and through. I, I love the Fords. I, they're awesome trucks. Honestly, they're, it's probably better than what I've got, mm-hmm. but you know what, what I got is what I know. hundred percent. And yeah. what I, what I, what I got, I, I am completely confident in tearing every single nut and bolt off that truck and putting it back like i could rebuild that truck i know everything about that truck yeah that's comforting like it's very comforting uh to jump into a new platform like that was a little scary for me and again i i'm a cummins guy i and i i i think uh you know the again the fords are super badass i love Mm -hmm. them but you can't deny like that cummins inline six is just that's my thing that's what i love Mm -hmm. and so why not get that? Yeah, it's it's not it's not a dually. It's not a thirty five hundred. But I've got plans for it to to be able to do exactly what I need it to do. Um, we just had a light go out. Sorry about that, <laughs> Cam. <laughs> Help. <laughs> um, so I'm super jacked. I mean, it's got a sixty eight RFE. Um, it's a CP3 truck, not a CP4. Hell yeah. Because in 2021, they went back to a CP3. We're going back. Which is epic. Because I, I popped the hood and I was totally expecting a CP4. And I'm like, wow, that CP4 looks just like a CP3. <laughs> I was well, texting you while I was well, at the dealer. I'm like, dude, yeah. they switch? Well, the same thing. Like, Because the it, when you were talking about like what year and what new truck you were looking at, for some reason, because like, you mentioned that like there was a possibility of like, okay, well, what if I have a truck built? But then it would be a 2022. For some reason, I was hearing new truck built 21, the one on the lot 20. Yeah. And so you and I both are kind of like, oh, if it's a 20, you know, CP3. Well, then you asked what year it was. I'm like, 21. I was like, 21. Oh, it's a CP3, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. That was was a plus. That was icing on the cake. Yeah. So I'm... I'm pretty damn jacked. Like, I bought it with... Well, when I test drove it, it had seven miles on it. Now I've got over 300... Almost 400 miles on it now. He's back! Yeah. Um, Woo! God, dude, it, it's been such a long time coming, and it was a, a, um, a lot of patience. A lot of patience. Um, but it, it's all it's all paid off in the end, and yeah. now I've got this super epic brand new truck that I cannot wait to show everybody. I purposely didn't post it on my Instagram yet because I wanted this episode to come out first. Um, so I'll post some pictures of it. It's pretty basic, but she's cool. I love it. It's, a, it's my first long bed too, which is which is cool. I've always been a short yeah. bed guy. Now I got an eight foot bed, long bed. Um, super crazy. I did um, this last weekend. Uh, uh, <laughs> I had like I just broke 150 miles on it, and I was like, let's tow. <laughs> let's let's so, take her out. It's probably not uh, recommended uh, <laughs> until you like kind of break it in more. But I, you know what? Honestly, I don't give a shit because everybody that I know that has 
trucks that tow. They had towed ever since they got them, and they're still towing to this day. I'm going to break this baby in right. We're towing with it. We did, and it was glorious. So we had an episode about talking about Ford yeah. transmissions and like the issues yeah. everybody's having. And <laughs> Guys, like, I just hop in and just tow with it. Yeah. <laughs> like So the whole scenario that me and Tyler talked about is like, why people are having t- transmission issues he literally did it yeah like yeah i did he bought a truck with eight miles on it but i didn't have a choice because we were already planning on yeah. camping so i was like you and know he what? didn't have we're a truck it. so it's now or never yeah we're doing it but yeah that is that is so freaking awesome oh, like the, it's the um i feel like now my instagram name matches what I got? Because it's Ty Diesel 509. Yes. Yeah. I got a diesel. <laughs> Finally, you're back, dude. Oh, God, dude. Like, and it feels good. Like, <sighs> and I know that if you're listening to this and maybe if you're not like as enthralled in the diesel community or diesel aftermarket stuff as we are, but like it's the, I guess once you kind of, hey, the light's back on. Woohoo. What the hell? Thanks for coming in, bud. <laughs> yeah, thanks for stopping back. Bye. Yeah. But w- once you kind of like, and again it's kind of being real 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 with yourself too it's like yeah i'd I'd love to have a whole bunch of guns and a whole bunch of money and a whole bunch of ammo and and you know a whole big old house but i tell you what man having a diesel truck honestly it makes me happy yeah you know and and with all the financial things that we went through as far as like with the refinance and all this stuff like we're sitting in a position to where we're um not any worse if anything we're better off yeah. Than than when we started, so it's, um, well, and you, and you had your goal. Yeah. You guys were working towards this. It's been a year and a half. Yeah, almost two years, maybe. Almost two years. Almost two years. Why the Toyota for two years? Yeah, you were working towards this goal. Yeah, like, and you took steps, and you were calculated, and you worked with your wife as a freaking teammate. Yeah, and I feel like we made the right decision because I didn't want to spend a. I didn't want to spend over 70K on a truck, okay? Mm-hmm. And we got this truck was, I'll give you the price of this truck was 56.4 or something like that, or 54.6. I can't remember the, mm-hmm. where the sixes and the fours were. I know it was 50. <laughs> um, but you can't get into a 2021 Ford or GM for that price. Mm-hmm. And now, yes, I get it. They have, still have a 68 RFE, they, whatever. But you know what? How many 68 RFEs are there out there? There's a butt ton of them. And there's obviously some that have issues, mm-hmm. but there's also some that work. And I'm not really looking into like getting like massive horsepower out of this thing. Like that's not, I, I th- this truck has a purpose and it's going to do what it, what I intended to use it for, which is right. for towing and for, for moving weight and to work and to work. And it's in, it, again, I'm not looking for super high horsepower. Honestly, I'm not looking for big tires and I'm not looking for a huge lift. I'm looking for something that's going to work every time. Hint, and, hint, hint. Uh, so, you know, it, yeah, it's got a 60 RFE. Oh, well, I would have loved to spend the extra money. Got the 10 speed, uh, in the Ford or an Allison. We know those are kind of, uh, you know, the trans to get, but you know, honestly, for what I'm using the truck for and what I'm going to do to the truck, the 68 is going to be just fine. Yeah. And especially cause it, it's not like this is all brand new. Yeah. We know what we can do to a 68 RFE, especially in stock power applications to make it last the way it needs to. It's, yeah. And you're not putting forties with three forty twos on it. Yeah. You know? And don't get me wrong. Am I going to, I mean, I work for diesel power products. So <laughs> am I going to add a little bit of power? I'm sure, but I'm not going to get anything crazy. We're not putting compounds on this thing or doing anything like that. I want to do the same things that you guys do in your trucks. The same basic mods um, are what I have planned. Um, nothing too extravagant. Honestly, the, probably the most things I want to do to this is going to be suspension stuff. Uh, just because I want to, I want to be able to, to haul what I'm going to be hauling, mm-hmm. uh, as efficiently as possible and as safe as possible. Right. Which we'll get into another episode. So I'm back. I'm back. I got, woo! Woo! I'm going to post some pictures for you guys. So you guys can check it out and make fun of me for getting a tradesman. That's okay. <laughs> I don't care. I love it. I'm back in a Cummins baby. We're going to have way more Cummins content now coming out for you guys. So you, all you guys that are bored with all that power stroke, power stroke, mumbo jumbo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huey, blah blah blah. Um, now we're gonna have some coming stuff coming. I'm super excited, uh, and I'm super excited to show you guys uh, what we do to this thing. And uh, yeah, it's just I'm, I, 
I don't know what else to say. I'm Dude, freaking I am, jacked, man. I am so excited for you. I, I will never forget, like, you called me the night you were driving it. Yeah, I did. You I called like, you. I'm like, Dude, I-, I could hear you smiling with, like, almost with watery eyes yeah. when you're driving. Like, Dude, back in it, man. I got it. I got yeah. it. Just freaking diesel ties back. Like, and it feels I, so I good. It. So good, man. God, that payoff pitch, the, all of it, like, we're both back, man. We're both, both back. back. We freaking did it. Like it, it's, it all came full circle because if you're still listening, because we kind of honestly like the the big big hump is out of the way there. But like when we started this podcast, I had no diesel truck because I just sold my excursion. Yep. And I think you were. I was in the six two, or did I have the eco diesel? I think I might have still had the eco diesel. You were just on the way out with the eco diesel. Yeah. So like for the first almost year. Of you and me doing this podcast, talking about diesel trucks, not owning a diesel truck, it hurt. It it, it, it did hurt, and it and it's not to. Um, I don't want to. Obviously, if you guys listen to it, I, I would say that we're relatively knowledgeable. So I didn't want. I that's the thing, and that's why we didn't talk about that stuff too much because we didn't want you guys to think that we're not diesel guys because we didn't mm-hmm. own one. But it's just it's a matter of life happens. Sometimes you got to do that hard reset. Sometimes you got to start from scratch, build your way back up, and get you something that you really truly want and need and that's what we did and here we are we're gonna bring you way more content we're keeping this thing going keep listening keep liking keep subscribing keep those reviews coming Woo! this year's gonna be good you are fired up yeah all kinds of fire (laughs) coming out of your eyes right now yeah hell yeah it's like we're like this this podcast is like a phoenix rising from the ashes or a freaking bald eagle rising from the ashes which I need a name. We need a name. We've Whoever. got we've gotten some good suggestions on the Seriously? old YouTubes. Yeah, I'll bring them Whoever up. Whoever we pick, you're yeah. getting a free T-shirt. That's happening. Right on, guys. Well, everybody, thank Hell you for yeah. listening. If I, I hope that if this episode gives you any sort of advice as far as anything life-wise, diesel-wise, or just being a freaking good husband, yeah, I hope it does. And uh, we appreciate all of you, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.